your church. Build your church. God, this morning, we thank you that you are the chief cornerstone. As we've been singing this morning, build your church. We are reminded, God, that it is your church. It's your church. We are your people. We are the household of faith. And Lord, we thank you this morning that you're building us each and every day. You're, you're doing things in our life and through our life. And God, today, as we speak into the future and as we declare and as we pray this morning and we ask this morning that you would build your church in this new era and this new season of City Church. Lord, we thank you that you are with us, Lord. We thank you that you're working in and through our lives. And I pray that today that we would never forget the foundation that we build upon, the foundation of Jesus Christ, who is our strength and our anchor and our cornerstone. And I pray that today that we would understand that foundation is strong and immovable in Jesus' mighty name. And everyone said, Amen. Amen. You can take a seat this morning. Why don't you thank our team that have led us so brilliantly this morning. Build your church. Vision Sunday 2023. And we are really believing this is a building year. You know, vision, a definition of vision that I have written down is that vision is God's revelation seen through the eyes of faith that energizes our spirit. It gives us a picture of what's possible and guides us towards God's purpose. You know, it says in Proverbs 29, verse 18, it says, Where there is no prophetic vision, the people cast off restraint, but blessed is he who keeps the law. Vision. Vision gives us a picture of what could be. It helps us to be able to see into the future. It helps us to be understand what God is speaking to us, what He's saying to us, and helps us to be able to lift the bar towards that. You know, there was a middle distance runner. I've heard this story again recently. His name was Roger Bannister. And he had a dream to be the first person to be able to run the four-minute mile. And there was people that for decades and decades and decades, in fact, centuries, people had had this desire to be able to run at that pace. But no one had ever done it before. And there was this kind of feeling like that's impossible. It could never be achieved. No one could ever get to that pace. It just couldn't happen. And people weren't kind of getting close to it. And then all of a sudden, people started to get a bit closer. But it just still felt like in the realm of the impossible. Well, one day, this guy, Roger Bannister, 25 years old, in 1954, he did the one minute, the four minute mile, he did it in three minutes, 59 seconds, and smashed what everyone thought was impossible in that moment. And here's the incredible thing about that story, Roger Bannister did that, and no one had been able to do that for centuries and centuries and centuries and for decades people have been really trying hard for it after he broke that record it lifted the standard for everyone else within a year three other people had gone underneath that mark and beyond that today 1600 people have run underneath that mark 
In fact, it's actually just the standard for middle distance running today that you need to be able to run the four-minute mile, otherwise you won't be at the Olympics. You won't be in that field of runners. And the whole standard was lifted because somebody had the tenacity to say, I believe it can be done, and they did it. And that's what Vision Sunday is about. Vision Sunday is a reminder to all of us of what God's called us to. It's a picture of revelation of what God is speaking to us as a church to give us eyes to see again, to lift our eyes again to the future and to believe again in this new era of City Church. To say, God, I believe you could do something miraculous and powerful beyond the normal this year. I believe, God, you could do something in this new era of church that we can build together as co-workers with Jesus. So this morning, I wanted to give some revision, something that we've spoken about before, but a bit of a picture of the church that we see moving forward. We see a healthy, growing, influential church that passionately loves God and loves people. We see a church that's a soul-winning church with an emphasis on reaching the lost and welcoming them home. We see a church that's a disciple-making church, teaching and training people to grow spiritually as disciples of Jesus. We see a church that's a leader-producing church, raising up and releasing leaders into areas of ministry, influence, and responsibility. We see a church that's a community-reaching church, lifting up the lost, poor, broken, and forgotten, and leading them to hope in Jesus. We see a contemporary, multi-generational church, a church that's youthful in spirit where people from all walks of life belong and that feels like family. We see a church that brings the sound of heaven to earth through its worship and raises up a standard of excellence in heart and creativity that brings glory to Jesus. We see a church that serves God gladly and passionately, raising up an army of volunteers to welcome people home and equipping believers to serve God in every area of life. We see a church overflowing with connect, connected people through services, in person, online, through midweek connect groups, ministries, departments, and church activities. We see a church that believes in miracles and the power of the Holy Spirit to break chains, to set people free, to heal and transform lives, a place where the testimonies never stop and the thanksgiving never ends, where the altar is open and prayer and ministry flow in an atmosphere of faith. We see a church overflowing with resource to meet the needs of the vision and to resource the expansion of the gospel in Jesus' name. We see a church that's unified in purpose and mission. We see a church that loves people genuinely and cares for them biblically. We see a church that's committed to missions and bringing transformation to countless lives locally, nationally, and around the world. We see a church that is raising up the next generations to know God and to do great exploits for Him. We see a church that's simplicity of heart is to love God and love people. It's uncomplicated, undeterred, and undistracted by the seasons. We see a church that is advancing, expanding, and multiplying for kingdom progress and impact. We see a church that is a city on a hill and a light in the darkness that represents the hope of Jesus. We see a church with an exciting future because Jesus is building His church and by His grace, 
He's using all of us. That's the church we see. That's a picture of the church we see going forward into the future. I thank God for our legacy as a church and the countless lives that have been impacted and the people that have gone before us and have built and have sacrificed and have sown and have served God so that we could be where we are today. And we should always honor that. We should always be thankful for that. But you know, one of the greatest ways we can honor that is by looking to the future and saying, hey, let's do that for the next generation. Let's set them up. Let's build forward into the future and believe for God to do something significant that blows our mind. So 2023, build your church. Jesus said it best. He said, I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. Jesus said it. It's something we can rely upon. So we've given you this morning these little bricks, and they're Lego bricks. Who likes Lego? And they are to take away today so that every time you look at your keys this year, you're reminded that you are a work in progress. God's working in you. And so it's a reminder in twofold that God is both working in you and God is working through you. And you're a brick that God's using in this world. You're a brick that's part of City Church that's helping to build for the future. As we look at a brick and we think about the brick-making process, bricks are constructed and they're made. There's a bit of an image that's going to come up on the screen showing the picture of a brick being constructed. And then you can see that they're not just constructed and created, but then they're used to create. And I think when we think about the understanding that we are bricks, or as the Bible calls us, living stones that God is using, it's a great reminder that God actually works in you. God's building your life. God's forming godly character in you. God's transforming you in this sanctification process as God is building your life. But then He takes your life and says, hey, I want to build something significant through your life. Not only have I constructed your life and created and what I've started in you, I will carry out to completion, but I'm going to actually take your life and I'm going to use it for my glory, to build the kingdom of God, to build the church of Jesus Christ, to be able to see God do something incredible through your life. And so that's these words here, work in progress. Where are work in progress? This year, you're reminded every single day as you get your keys, I'm a work in progress. God's using me. God's working in me. I'm not perfect, but God chooses to use the imperfect and and actually use me to do something incredible for His kingdom. You know, over the last few years, we've had our church building be rendered. And uh, it's been an incredible transformation for when you think about what the church looked like in the past in terms of just the physical building of the church and the rendering. And uh, it's amazing to be able to see that. But here's the thing. Even though the bricks are covered, the bricks are still there. And they are still holding up the building and helping us to be able to have the building that we're into today. And to me, it's a bit of a picture of the church. The church isn't about the lighting, the sound. It isn't about the seats. It isn't about any fancy things that happen on the platform. The church is actually just the people. That's what the church of Jesus Christ is. It's people. The, incredi- the most incredible resource that we have is people. It's you and I. The church is just people. And so when I think about the bricks, you can make them look fancy and you can make them look nice. You can cover over them with, with the render. But at the end of the day, we're all bricks. 
We're all people that God is using to build His church. Now, we used to have this guy that would come out the front as we were getting the rendering there. He was an old, old gentleman that just was to rock up with his, his car and he'd get out in the bottom of his car and he'd get a smoke out and have a cigarette. And he'd be standing at the front and he'd be, oh, my beautiful bricks. And he was getting upset because the bricks were getting covered. He's, oh, the beautiful bricks. What's happening to my beautiful bricks? And he'd say, oh, the beautiful bricks. And ended up, I ended up saying to him one day, hey, mate, guess what? We haven't rendered the back of the building. If you want to go around and look at the beautiful bricks, why don't you head around the back and you can enjoy the beautiful bricks at the back. Here's a picture of the back of the building. And you can look at the beautiful bricks out there and enjoy that. He didn't much like the rendering. But it reminded me really of what it's like for God. I think when God looks at the church, He strips away all the things, our fancy dress on Sunday. He strips away our, what's on stage and our platform and our lights and all the things that we think are sometimes fantastic. He strips all that away and says, hey, listen, you know what the church is? The church is the bricks. The church is the people of God, my work in progress on the earth. The church is the people that I am using. It's my household of faith. It's, that's what the church is. It's nothing more, nothing less. It is the people of God. So God's working in us and God's working through us. So I want to speak this morning just quickly about the bricks God uses to build. The first one's this, number one, the cornerstone. Cornerstone is the first stone set in the construction of a masonry foundation. All other stones are set in reference to this stone, thus determining the position of the entire structure. You know, we've just sung a beautiful song. It's called Build Your Church by Maverick City Worship. And uh, the verse of that song says this, on Christ alone, our chief cornerstone, no other foundation can we build upon, not philosophy, nor wisdom of man. All other ground is sinking sand. Upon this rock, you build your church and the gates of hell will not prevail. When we bind and loose, we proclaim your truth, and in Jesus' name, we will not fail. And then it says, build your church. Build your church. Build it from the ground up. It's your church. He's the cornerstone. He's the foundation of what we build upon. When we think about vision for the future, it's always about Jesus and it's always about people. That's what vision is about. And Jesus is our cornerstone. We look at these bricks this morning and we think about the bricks on this building. There was somebody that started the process of building this building with one brick and said, this is the beginning. This is what we're going to reference everything else from. And it's the same when it comes to our church moving forward. It's upon Jesus Christ, the foundation, the cornerstone. Scripture reminds us, it says this in Matthew 21 verse 42, it says, the stone that the builders rejected has now become the cornerstone. This is the Lord's doing and it's wonderful to see. I love what it says in Ephesians 2.20. It says, together we are His house, built on the foundation of the apostles and the prophets and the cornerstone is Christ Jesus Himself. Paul said it this way in Corinthians. He said, by the grace God has given me, I laid a foundation as a wise builder and someone else is building on it. But each one should build with care. For no one can lay any foundation other than the one already laid, which is Jesus Christ. You know, Jesus says it in Scripture. To try and build without the master builder is in vain. 
And when we look to the future and all that is to come, when you look at your life, we build upon Jesus. Get up every day and put Jesus first. Get up every day and say, God, you are the foundation of my life as I look forward into the future. God, I want to build upon you. I want to build upon your word. I want to build upon what you're speaking. I want to make sure my life is built on a foundation that even though this world can shake and be rocked around, I will not be shaken because Jesus is my cornerstone. No house is built without a foundation. It just can't happen. And in fact, the the size of a building and the influence of a building and the expansion of a building, it is even more important that the foundation is stronger And the time is taken to build that foundation strong so that it can rise up and achieve its purpose. It's the same with our church. As we look forward to expand and to multiply into the future, we've got to make sure our foundation is strong, individually and collectively, that Jesus is that cornerstone. You know, I was, just this week, uh, was basically the second week of kindergarten for our little girl, Georgia. And... uh, She's five, and she was excited about school, and then kind of midway through the second week, the excitement started to waver, and she's like, hold on a second, I'm going here every day. I thought this was a part-time thing. And, um, and so she's starting to get there, and I, I dropped her off to school one day, and uh, I dropped her off. It was a successful drop-off. I thought, this is fantastic. No tears today. She's dropped off down at a classroom and I started to walk up through the school. It's like kind of right at the back of the school where her classroom is. And so I started to walk my way back up, up the stairs, up through the school, up past near where the library is and, and through back, back, back to get out of the school. And just as I was heading up, almost to be, to be outside of the school, I felt this little hand in mine. And I looked down and it was George and she said, I'm coming with you. And I said, no, you're not, girl. I said, let's turn it back around and we'll go back down to school. And, uh, and, and I, was, I was just laughing and thinking about that situation and thinking about our future as a church and how we've got to put our hand in God's hand and say, God, I'm coming with you. You know, there's that great scripture in Exodus uh, where, where Moses is leading those people into the promised land. And he says these words, it says, the Lord replied to him, Exodus 33, verse 14, I'll personally go with you, Moses, and I'll give you rest. Everything will be fine for you. Then Moses said this, if you don't personally go with us, don't make us leave this place. How will anyone know that you look favorably on me and on your people if you don't go with us? For your presence among us sets your people and me apart from all other people on the earth. It's what sets us apart as the people of God, that God is with us, that He's our cornerstone, that He's our foundation for life. Look at the church. Over 2,000 years, the church has gone through good times, the church has gone through bad times, the church has gone through in-between times. All over the earth, the church has had every single season under the sun, but here's the truth of the matter. You can't stop the church. The church is still moving forward today. The church is still growing today. Billions of people still serve Jesus today. And the highs and lows don't dictate it because our foundation is upon Jesus and that's never rocked and that is never moved and we're looking forward to the future with strength knowing Jesus is our foundation the second thing is the the bricks that God uses to chooses to use is the living stones which is us it says here in 1 Peter 2 verse 5 and you are living stones 
that God is building into his spiritual temple. What's more, you are his holy priests. Through the mediation of Jesus Christ, you offer spiritual sacrifices that please God. In other words, we're not called to be dead bricks. We're called to be living stones. We're called to be God's people on the earth. I was thinking about it in terms of children. And you think about in your house, they're not dead bricks. They are noisy. They are moving around the place. They are creating mess. They're constructing. They're deconstructing. They're doing all the things in your house that after you've cleaned, they're going along behind you, uncleaning. They're living stones. They're moving around. And I think that's how the church should be. We should be noisy. We should be loud. We should be moving things around. We should be formating. We should be getting into formation as a church because we are living stones. There's nothing dead about you. You're called to be alive for kingdom purpose. So God takes our lives and he applies and works through our lives so that he can get glory. And I love that thought, that we are living stones. In fact, it says in 1 Peter 2, verse 5, if we look at it in the message, paraphrase, it says, Present yourselves as building stones for the construction of a sanctuary vibrant with life in which you'll serve as holy priests, offering Christ-approved lives up to God. I love that. You're a construction stone. You're a building stone that God is using. He takes our life and He begins to build. And you know what? When you think about a building that's being created, it takes a whole bunch of people. It takes an architect. It takes a carpenter. It takes people that do plumbing. It takes an electrician. It takes all these different people from different walks of life. It takes all the different skills and abilities to be able to construct a house. It's not just a one-person thing. It's not built on one gift. It's built on multiple gifts. It's built on every single person playing their part to construct and to build the church. And I wanted to say this morning that when we're talking about building the church, we're not just talking about a Sunday service. We're talking about your life being built. We have teachers. We have carpenters. We have people that are CEOs. We have people that have influence in all different areas of life. Some of us are moms and dads. Some of us are brothers and sisters or daughters daughters or sons, we've all got responsibilities and roles out of this place. And what I'm saying this morning, when I'm talking about building the churches, I'm saying, you're a brick that wherever you are, God is using you to build. Your workplace is a place for you to be able to build. Your family is a place for you to be able to build. We serve God in every area of our life. I thank you. I thank every person that serves in our church on a Sunday. We couldn't do literally what we do on a Sunday without every single person that plays their part. But can I also remind us that 99.9% of our life is not on a Sunday for an hour. And that's where we are building. And that's where we are constructing and God's building through your living stone. So you've been given this Lego brick to remind you of that. Hey, I'm a brick for God's building. I have a purpose. I'm a work in progress. I'm not perfect. I mess up. But God's with me, He's using me, and He's working through my life. Don't be a living stone that runs away from the building site. Be a building brick and a stone, a living stone that says, God, I'm here for it. I'm here for the building of your church. I'm here for doing what you want to do here on the earth. I'm going to give up my life and all that I have. I'm going to lay it down for your purpose. Romans 12 verse 1 The message again says, here's what I want you to do. God helping you take your everyday, ordinary life, your sleeping, eating, going to work and walking around life 
and place it before God as an offering. I'm going to give God my brick, my life. And third and finally this morning that we are, God chooses to use the construction stones for church. He builds upon the cornerstone, Jesus Christ. He takes us as living stones, which is each one of us individually. And then he puts us together as construction stones for church. I love this in Ephesians 3 verse 20. Again in the message it says, God's building a home. He's using us all irrespective of how we got here in what he's building. He's used the apostles and prophets uh, for the foundation. Now he's using you. He's fitting you in brick by brick, stone by stone, with Christ Jesus as the cornerstone that holds all the parts together. We see it taking shape day after day, a holy temple built by God and all of us built into it, a temple in which God is quite at home. See, we are made to be joined and connected together. Now, most of you have got these little bricks. If I can steal your brick for a moment, they're actually made Lego to be joined. They're never made to be alone. They're made to be connected. I don't know whether there's any parents that have ever had Lego at home. And at nighttime or something like that, there has been one piece of Lego that has been left out on the floor. And you're walking along at nighttime, minding your own business, on your way to bed, and you put your foot down. And the most painful thing you can experience on this earth, in fact, more painful than childbirth, <laughs> you step on this piece of Lego, maybe a little bit of hyperbole. You step on this piece of Lego and the pain is immense. It is crazy levels of pain. It really does hurt. And I think that that's a reminder of what it's like when we try to live life alone. We're meant to be construction bricks, brick by brick, building together. We're the temple of God, we're the building of God, we're the people of God, we're the household of faith. There is a chair for each and every person around the table. And I guess when we look forward to the vision for the future, I'm saying this, let's leave no one behind. It's a painful place to be left behind. It's a painful place to not be part of the gathering together. It's a painful place to not have a place like a connect group, a place where you can do community and life together. It's a painful place when you want to cry out in in pain and you go through difficult seasons and you're alone. And I want this to be a place where we are never alone. Each one of us are fitted in brick by brick. You know, it says in Hebrews 10, 24, and let us consider one another in order to stir up love and good works. We're looking to one another, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as is the, the manner of some, but exhorting one another, building one another up. And so much more as you see the day approaching. I love it says in 1 Corinthians 3 verse 9, it says, For we are God's workers, and you are God's field. You are God's building. God's putting us together, knitting us together, brick by brick, gift by gift, life by life. Every one of us coming together saying, God, construct your church. When you're not part of it, there is a part missing. And God wants to take every single one of us and to construct and to build His church. I love what it says in Ephesians 2.10. It says, 
For we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. So I want to give you some things that are coming up practically and then we're going to bring this to a close. Some, uh, some things that we're going to do this year to really believe that we're going to be able to build into people's lives in a practical sense. And the first one is this Ephesians series. We're kicking that off over seven weeks and Ephesians is all about building. It's about building your family. It's about understanding that God wants you to be built for battle with the armor of God. It's about understanding that you're built on the grace of Jesus Christ. It's about understanding that you're built for purpose. And we look through all the different chapters of Ephesians. It's all about every area of your life, building it and helping you to become all that God's called you to be. It's a work of art, the book of Ephesians. And we really want to, over these next seven weeks, unpack it and talk about ways that God can build you. Because the vision is you, the people. God working through your life and my life and helping us to become the people that God wants us to be. And it really talks about how we can construct together and become that church. And so we're really looking forward to Ephesians and over these next seven weeks. This year, we're going to do a, a mini conference called Connections Conference. And we've done this before in the past, and it's had a bit of a, a pause break over the last few years. But we have Dr. Robbie Sondager, who is uh, world-renowned, and he's an incredible um, psychologist who is going to come and speak into our lives and speak about mental health, emotional health, resilience, going to the future, helping us get vision and helping our connections and relationships be strong. And it's really going to be a blessing. It's going to be a short time on a Saturday, uh, which you can register online. All the, the details are on our website and a really powerful time to help you be strong and to be healthy. Uh, another initiative that we're starting is, is a new pathway called Foundation Builders. And this is really a pathway for growth, for people that want to grow as disciples and grow as leaders. And uh, we're going to be doing this, we're going to be trialing it over three months, uh, basically once a month over those three months, and really having a space where we can sharpen you as leaders and help you grow as disciples of Jesus Christ. And so it may not always have that format, we're open to being adaptive with it, but the heart behind it is to create a pathway of growth the SAS of church, the people that want to say, hey, I want to, I want to go up a gear and I want to actually grow and I want to develop and I want to be, become who God's called me to be. We're creating this space to be able to do that as well. Um, Felicity is going to be leading a course called Emotionally Healthy Discipleship. And that's starting on the 1st of March. And I can't recommend this book enough. It's a book by Pete Scazzero. And it's a great book helping us get the right foundations in our life. And these are just some of the practical things that we're trying to do to help people grow and become who they're called to be. Obviously, Royal Conference is coming up as well in May for all of our girls, and it'll be another great time. But when you look at all these things that's going on in our connect groups, in our departments, and our different services and gatherings across all the different age groups, every single one of them are layers to help you grow, to help you build. And it's a year of building faith, building rhythms of faith in our life again. After a disruptive season, it's time to take that packaging off. Let the Holy Spirit open up our lives, start to grow us, deepen our relationship with Him, develop us, use us to be able to build through to other people and strengthen the church going forward. Our missions areas and all those things are really remaining the same heading into 2023. And you can see all the details of that on our website as well. When we look to the future, it's a building year. 
It's time to arise and build. It's time to look forward to the future and say, God, take my life. Take us collectively together and build us upon that cornerstone of Jesus Christ into the future. Matthew 7, 24 says this, anyone who listens to my teaching and follows it is wise. This is Jesus speaking. Like a person who builds a house on a solid rock. Though the rain comes and torrents and floodwaters rise and the winds beat against that house, it won't collapse because it is built on bedrock. But anyone who hears my teaching and doesn't obey it is foolish. Like a person who builds a house on sand, when the rains and floods come and the winds beat against that house, it will collapse with a mighty crash. As I said before, this church is a building site and we're all part of the material that God uses to build. And I'm believing that that plastic comes off and that we really start to build into the future. 1 Peter 2.5, as the team comes to join me, and you are living stones that God is building into his spiritual temple. So this morning, would you stand with me? As we take up this vision in our hearts this morning and we say, God, I'm available, I'm ready. We're all part of God's plan, part of God's purpose. Like it says on this book, God's building His church and we're a work in progress that He's choosing to use. You're the work and the work happens through us as co-workers with Jesus Christ. And so this morning, I always wanted to set ourselves again for this new era and this new season of church, Vision 2023. And I wanted us to say, God, again, we are living stones. I place my life on the altar this morning. And God, take me, take us collectively. And let's see God construct His church over the years ahead in a way that is supernatural and miraculous as we lay our lives down. So this morning, if you feel comfortable, I'm going to ask you just to lift up your hands as a, as a sign of surrender as we pray, as a sign of saying, God, I'm in. God, I want to be part of this. And I want to pray over you this morning. So Lord, we thank you for this vision today, Lord God. It's a building year. We thank you for businesses that will be built, Lord God. Families that will be built, Lord Jesus. We thank you for workplaces and careers that are going to be built for the influence and glory of Jesus Christ. Lord, we thank you for finances that will be built in our lives, Lord Jesus. Relationships restored and built in Jesus' name. Lord, we thank you for a church that's open for people that don't know you yet, God. That will come on and come on in and be part of this building, Lord God. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for leaders to rise up, Lord God, and take their place and understand that we are all part of your building on the earth. Lord, we are a construction stone. We are living stones built on the cornerstone of Jesus. And I pray this morning that we take this truth away, that we are a work in progress. God, work in me and God, work through me this year. Into the future, I pray, build your church, build your people, I pray. God, let our lives be built on the foundation of Jesus. We give it all to you. We lay our lives again on the altar. Give us breath and energy again. 
vision and hope again to build and to see into the future. Lift our eyes again, Lord God, to believe again for all that is to come. And Jesus, we pray this simple prayer this morning. Build your church in Jesus' name. Amen. Come on, let's worship God this morning.